Yo, check this out. Okay. There's this crazy preset on this piano that's like a doo-wop choir. It blows my mind. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Listen, listen. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's like the roots. And it's like by velocity too. So like, can you make? Can you do the scat band? I I have to like really figure out what velocity gives me what noise. If you learn. If you learn Scatman on that like perfectly and you take like a 15 second video of you playing it and you put that on your Instagram, it'll get 120,000 views. I guarantee you. Do you guys know that the, the that root song that uses the doo-wop keyboard? Like, I do, but I can't remember the name. I think I have it right here. One sec. Let me just pull it up. It's That whole album is sick. I wonder it's on if the it's, phrenology? If it's, no, like it's from how I got, Well, there might be another one, but there's how I got over yeah. Dude, I love Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon's so good. I love Jimmy Fallon's rap career. He's the best MC. Alright, that's pretty much it. Um all right, so uh, another another week, another thing that we've caused to come true by just simply joking about it on the podcast. It's that that's right, everybody. Yeah. Dr. Dre has had an aneurysm. <laughs> Do- <laughs> we've willed it into existence. We willed it into existence, and um, also uh, less surprisingly, John Mouse Quibby shut down. Quibby shut. Well, yeah, Quibi shut down. Yeah. Uh, what else did we predict? But it's going. To, it's going to Roku. Roku's buying the videos. Yeah, and then Roku's gonna, got HBO Max now. Quibi vids. Uh, basically, uh, John Mouse and Ariel Pink were at the Capitol riot protest, whatever you want to call it. Um, and insurrection, insurrection, <laughs> coup. If you're being really precious about it. Um, That's what they kept saying on CNN during dude, the day. It was so funny. Fuck, so stupid. It's, but anyway, <laughs> um, it's just this fantasy. Anyway, uh, yeah, so what do we think about that, folks? We joked early episode, episode four uh, of this podcast, uh, we made a joke um, where, uh, you know, John Mouse wrote a song called Cop Killer, but Ariel Pink has never wrote a song called Cop Killer. Therefore, Ariel Pink might be pro-cop. Um, and it turns, well, out both, <laughs> it turns out both of them went to this thing. And they're weird dudes. And I know like Ariel Pink has like talked about like supporting Trump or some shit. I don't really know John Mouse's deal or whatever. Um, but what do we think about that? <laughs> Is it surprising I, to any of you? The whole thing I is was, like a- Ariel Pink is like supposedly like a troll, but but like, like he's been yeah. trolling for years, and that's like like I said to my partner, I was like, you know, I feel like 
Ariel Pink thinks he's doing like a whole Andy Kaufman thing. Yeah, in his mi- like deep in his mind, he probably thinks that, but it's not really Which how it comes is, off, right? It, it's <clears throat> fine, except when it's about like fascist Nazi shit. Like it's like, yo, I support you doing a bit, one hundred percent, but that's like the line is like you can't make it yeah. where you're sympathizing with Nazi sh- type shit. And it's a bit like that's where you have I to blame like Todd Phillips. be for real. <laughs> Todd uh, yeah. Well, who doesn't? It's all Todd Phillips' fault. I mean, here's the thing: Ariel Pink was like he had this this period of time where he could have been going to kind of like the 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 funny side of history. I mean, I I came in huge favor of Ariel Pink when he had the courage to call Grimes both stupid and the R word uh, in in public. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought that was brave. I and that was before be she was dating Elon Musk. Yeah. So he that had, he had a good be feel on her. To be I fair, that, that, is, that is when she was those things. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was, but it was something that, you know, the lamestream media, if you will, was a little bit afraid to talk about. And, and he Pitchfork, was to, stereo gum, Brooklyn yeah. vegan, the lamestream liberal yeah, lames, media. Lamestream liberal <laughs> lion news media. Liberal media. Line news. Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty crazy stuff. It sucks. So I, I mean, not to tangent on Grimes because we've already we've talked about Grimes enough, but uh, it sucks that Visions is such a good album. <laughs> Elon Musk is now the richest man in the world, dude. He is, and it's yeah. funny because there's like so many people on Twitter that were just like stroking his cock and were like, "I'm so happy Wait, you're the richest man in the world." Did I see his too net long. worth rose like almost all of that in the past year? Yeah, it rose like a yeah. hundred and something billion dollars. How does like that fucking billion ha- How does that work? How does I think that it's stock fucking work? Prices. The Tesla, Tesla stock prices. Tesla stock, yeah. yeah That's what it is. It's gone up that much? Yeah. Dude. It's gone oh, up yeah. like, like, I think, I'm guessing before I can pull up the actual numbers, but I think it's gone up like a thousand, $500 like this year. That just is yeah, mind blowing to me. In the I'm beginning just, of the year, last year, it was. $98. It's now an $800 stock. I'm just so. glad I bought 500,000 shares last week. Dude, I, mean, I used well, to like, isn't it, isn't it funny that such like, like a company with such awful PR and such a terrible spokesperson can still have the stock go up that much. Like there must be something like, what, how do you explain that? Like, that's just like, I mean, I don't know like that much about how stocks work, but, uh, all I hear is bad stuff about Tesla. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the John Mouse thing though. Oh yeah, I want to I want to send um, because it's harder to find, but I have the link. I'm gonna send to the group the uh, the Infowars interview with the TFW No GF director Alex Moyer because uh, Damn. it's you know. She's supposedly like, there's also a Twitter thread with Taylor Lorenz where she's talking about all of this mm. and she, she's pulling up the facts about her, Alex Moyer's like business partner who apparently is like mostly made the TFW no GF movie mm-hmm. and how he is like an extremist that wants to 3d print guns mm. Um, I think that dude was also arrested for having sex with an underage girl. He was, yeah, in 2016. Exactly. So here's the, I'm sending to the group chat, the the InfoWars 
thing because that is um like apparently she's on there and you can see she's like a little uncomfortable when Alex Jones is like pushing it to like the most extreme degree, but like she's still like placates him and like goes along with mm. it. And apparently she is a fan of his, you know, and whether it's like a fascination thing, she's still like going on his show and trying to like push her incel propaganda movie to his audience, which are the people that are going to want to watch that. Uh-huh. So it's like, you can sell it as like, oh, I'm a leftist filmmaker doing an analysis, but when your work doesn't vilify like incel white school shooters in any way, like what good are you doing? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's one good incel documentary. It's that's yes, the thing. That's right. It folks. was early on. I feel like making an incel documentary in 2020 is the most uninteresting thing you can possibly do. It's like the, I mean, it's, it's literally the equivalent of like most Netflix documentaries where something has been like beaten to death and everyone knows what it is already, or it's already been like talked about in length. And they're like, let's just make this like overproduced thing on it. It's like, well, here's the thing. Shy. Okay. The, the, the best incel documentary that me and Jacob have seen it's called Shy Boys IRL. And I'm trying to find it on YouTube here. And I find the trailer. Like but well, I just uh, basically yeah. it came out nine years ago. <laughs> like that it's like it's like it's like it's it's been covered, you know? Like well, also incel dumb, incel dumb nine years ago is different than now. Yeah, I was going to say things have changed dramatically, but I don't know, Aaron or Jacob, I sent the InfoWars video, which we can pull up, and also the Taylor Lorenz thread, if you guys want to like check out some of this stuff, because I think the thread is from April when the movie came was like being promoted before it came out, which is also around when uh, the director went on InfoWars. So it's mm, like... Oh, yeah. People are like, oh, John Mouse was just there with his director friend who they're working on a movie with so he can like protect her from right wing people. And it's like, first of all, you guys are not under attack. You guys no. are like yeah. white people in a white nationalist rally, mm-hmm. like protest. Like you guys are not like going to be turned on. Yeah. You seem like you fit right in. Yeah, you know, it's, people yeah. there are probably like, oh, that's the girl from InfoWars. Why would I hurt her? <laughs> you know what I yeah. fucking mean? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Um, well, it doesn't, it like doesn't just, make, it doesn't make any, yeah, it doesn't make any sense if you're giving them the benefit of the doubt, you know? Well, and if you're up it, to them, it doesn't make any sense if they're upset that people are talking about it. It's mm-hmm. like, well, tell people what's up then. Like even the things about, him being there with the director, that's all through like private DMs that people took pictures of and have shared. He hasn't said it to the public. That's true. But wait, you know, what, pretty pretty did Ariel Pink tweet. tweet about going there? Yeah, Ar- Ariel Pink, Pink tweet. tweeted up a storm. Ariel Pink said he was there. <laughs> he said, yes, I was there to uh, peacefully pro- um, protest and support President Trump, but I didn't go to the Capitol. I went to the speech and then went back to the hotel and took a nap. And it's like, yeah, if you went to support President Trump, who is promoting white nationalist violence. So it's like, if you're there to support that, 
then whether or not you partook in the riot shit, you're still responsible. And you are an influencer with people that look up to you and you're like promoting this shit. It's like, dude, if you're mm. trolling, it's not, it's not the right climate. Like yeah. you have to, I get it. You've been a troll your whole career, but you have to, you have to adapt to the way the world is. And it's like, that's one thing that like you shouldn't be, fucking around with and how hard you you you're really trolling you went there as a bit like he he must actually support it why would he do yeah. i just think tro- I, trolling is such a weak like explanation for that it's like it's just the laziest way to like try to play both sides of something i you think know? it's important to direct this toward the victims there are a lot of users of spotify that are going to delete two songs that they like by Ariel Pink off of their offline saved collection. That is very true. And, and I not mean, enough people are talking about it. Everyone's, people everyone's got those two or three Ariel Pink songs. They're like, these were the good ones. Well, and um, I, I feel sad about AV that. AV Club headline from 32 minutes ago, Ariel Pink dropped by label after appearing at yeah, White Mexican House summer, Mexican Summer dropped him last night. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's like... I don't know what they're trying to save. <laughs> like yeah. Mexican summer hasn't been that cool in like five years, but I don't I mean, know. I, I was a fan of like everyone that was on Mexican summer and I was an Ariel pink fan and I was a John mouse fan. But the thing is, is like, this is something you can't be like, like wishy washy about. It's like, all right, I'm down with you joking about everything, but like, once it's about fascist shit and there's no there's no like explanation like there's so much time like what's the like Like, what's the joke like what is the joke oh you went you didn't like what i don't really understand like how you try to explain that as like oh i'm just trolling what and i get it like john (laughs) mouse people are like people are like john mouse is a phd in political science and he's just super interested in this and it's like a fascinating political time to observe and i'm like yeah i agree i think this shit is fascinating too that's why i'm watching all of it on tv i don't have to fucking be there yeah you know like it's I was watching some of those uh those youtube streams from inside oh, the Capitol. Yeah. yeah a lot of the right-wing ones they were crazy <laughs> yeah i bet that I like i was in the action that's screwed, like screwed up my uh, youtube uh, algorithm for the next couple of weeks was, for sure watching a fucking brain dance dude <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. What's that, dude? Never heard of it. (laughs) It's crazy. And like baked Alaska there in the fucking Pence's fucking seat and COVID positive the whole time, apparently. That's hilarious. That's a five. Dude, it's just fucking crazy. Yeah. And people in my people in my (laughs) comment section like arguing so hard, like, oh, this is terrorism, but the BLM riots aren't terrorism and i'm like dude one is like a reaction to like lifelong oppression and racism like systemic and overt and like being jailed and murdered over and over again with no with like literally zero accountability yeah ever and one is like oh you're upset that your team isn't gonna be in the white house for the next four years. And then you'll have another chance to do it. It's like, it's literally not like an equivalent. It's not, argument, it's not, a ch- it's not actually a challenge to power at all. 
Well, like one's a revolution and one is like a hissy fit and they both yeah. had like death and like anarchy happen. And it's like, I'd rather see people fight for like, like equality than people fucking just like follow the words of like, like no. an autocrat, you know? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. If people were storming that capital for $2,000 checks, I would have been like, hell yeah, burn it down. That's the thing. They don't even want the, they don't <laughs> even want the extra 1400. They're That's like, That's what I would have been excited for. I mean, yeah, if it was, if most I, of those if people the, if the news poor. article, If the news article was people stormed the Capitol for that extra 1400 bucks, I would have been like, that's just about right, honestly. But unfortunately, it was for the worst reason possible. Yeah, I so mean, I, yeah, it's it's the it's it's gonna get seized. Like it's it's really like it's gonna even though it was like shocking to watch and pretty unprecedented, it's still gonna be, be co opted and overblown so that really awful surveillance state legislation can get pushed through like the Patriot Act and shit. But I don't know. Well, I mean, at least at the very least Trump is off Twitter. That's (laughs) very true. And, and granted uh, the way we record these episodes and put them out, we're usually like a week out. Cause like we recorded on Saturday and then put it up on the next Friday. So who knows what's going to happen in the next week? Cause shit's going pretty fast. Like, well, are, are they going to impeach he's him? Been... Like, he, he just got his Twitter taken down yesterday, Friday night, which is funny. Well, you know, um, he was already trying to, like, tweet from the POTUS account yeah. when they deleted the other one. Yeah. And they had to, like, stop that, too. It's crazy. He's just going to be jumping from account to account, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what, gonna have... what do you guys think is going to happen? Do you think now that there are, like, limited, uh, it's, there's really no reason not to do you think they're gonna impeach him because you know I, I was reading how like if you get impeached you you get you don't get that like money that ex-presidents get per year for travel and like you don't get to run again and for office you can't, and you, yeah you can't hold office so uh, the, I, I'm, I'm wondering if like like they're trying to impeach him at the very last second just to deprive him of all those privileges even though well, even yeah. though like like they didn't really do much to you know stop him while he was in office and the republicans had power there now that the democrats have taken the senate i think they're trying to pull pull the rug out from under him at the very last second and then and then they can say well well we stood up to trump and we we impeached him and stuff like that even though they they waited until well, the very last second to do so but but they didn't because they already impeached him before and the Republicans stopped him from being like tried. I mean, yeah, but like that was like such a they it was like they could have they could if they wanted to, they could have put up a, a genuine case for his impeachment. The impeachment that happened, no one fucking can you like no one remembers what it was even about. Like people probably a lot of people well, probably already Russia, forgot. Dude. Yeah, but like what? It was about the it, Russia shit. It, it, but like it no was, one, it no was one actually cares about that steal. shit. No one cares about that the shit. The thing, the thing is, is they did at the time, but the people who are speaking out now against it didn't. Then they like lied and and refused to testify. So it was a big thing. And the, so what's going to happen is they're not going to do the twenty fifth amendment because Pence is not going to do it. They, they're like, there's not enough time left. Just write it out. 
it's going to do too much damage to the party. So the, the Democrats have already been like, fuck that. And they collected 200 plus signatures from Congress to push the, to push the, um, the impeachment faster. This is like the fastest they've like turned around an impeachment. Usually it happens. It takes like mad long. Yeah. Cause so they only like, have like two weeks to do it. No, because they can they can still impeach him after he leaves office, which oh, might really? be what happens. I didn't know that. Yeah. So what's happening is they're just trying to rush it to get him out so he can't be in office ever again, which is exactly what should happen. And then oh, yeah. he'll have no he'll have no like the thing is is he had never done anything so bad where Republicans started turning on him. Well, so now, I mean, now that, that he's happened, out, now that he's out of office, I think a lot of Republicans are going to try to do, well, exactly. do a heel now turn no and abandon him. No now, that he has, him. now that he has no cachet at all, and they're going to try to because well, they're trying to keep their name recognition good for future elections. So now yeah. that a lot of people are anti-Trump, even people that fucked with him before, they need to look good to the majority of people, mm-hmm. which is yeah, not duh. down with what happened. So they have to be knocked down with what happened. The question is, is do we fucking execute Senator Cruz and Holly? I, mean, I think so. That that goes without saying. Uh, parody in, in Call of Duty, of course. Um, I think, Call I of think, Duty. And a I one think versus Mexico, one in Rust. 1v1 snipers. I think, Rust. Snipers I think it's a parody. little, it's a little unfair that Mexican Summer Come dropped Ariel Pink and they, and they haven't dropped uh, Senator Cruz yet. I know. I think Mexican Summer needs to drop Ted Cruz. I think it's unfair they haven't dropped Kurt Vile because he's caused more damage to. Uh, dude, he's not on Mexican democracy. Summer anymore. He was on Jacob. Jacob, don't get political on this podcast. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I don't want I mean, no Kurt Vile like, slander on this. I, I at least I like, like a retrospect. You know what I mean? Like something to just like apologize for putting his music out. Like just like. <laughs> Just, I mean, it doesn't have to be that much, but just like Isn't get he... on the record, Mexican Summer, go on Twitter or whatever, and say we're sorry for like putting we're, this we're Kurt sorry Vile for what, stuff out. What Kurt Vile did to Pens- to Philadelphia in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. no. um, we're sorry, uh, but yeah, Kurt Vile, he's on like four eight. Isn't he on Matador and Domino? Like Matador yeah, in the US and like not... Domino in the UK. I don't know, dude. I'm like. For all the Kurt Vile hate, even though I was a huge fan of Kurt Vile, for all the like wishy-washy fandom I've put towards Kurt Vile's recent years, now I I love him because now that Ariel Pink's out of the picture, I have to love somebody <laughs> yeah. that was on Mexican Summer. There's a Dude. political Again. compass of long-haired music, indie musicians. Best Mexican Summer band was Pill. Dude, did you ever listen to Pill? Yeah, Pill ruled. Yeah, they, they also played before they broke up. They they played like every other week at Silent Barn for like four yes, years. They did. So That's I kind of burnt myself out on them. <laughs> you got pill burnt. Their last year, I got pilled. I got red. I got red pills. Yeah, you got red pills. <laughs> oh man, too many. Pills, we might have dude. to put this episode out on uh, earlier in the week because I'm afraid if we talk about too much current events, by the time it comes out, more current events will have happened. We just release it unedited Whoa. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I just upload the raw. <laughs> we just no. We just put up the Dropbox link, and people yeah. can piece it together themselves. Yeah, <laughs> they'll find it. Yeah, I like that as but a yeah, concept. Yeah, I don't know. I just 
I'm like glued to the news right now. Like, what the fuck is gonna happen next? Like, the next two weeks are like a roller coaster. You know, I'm. I mean, who's to say? Like, it's hard to tell. Obviously, I mean, they just keep making it worse and worse. It's just like, it's honestly like what should have happened during the 2016 election. Like that was a fluke. This is what was supposed to happen. Yeah, I don't Yo, know. I mean, how is this real, guys? I'm browsing the the Unix porn subreddit. I just <laughs> found someone who has like a wallpaper with like Claro, Billie Eilish, and Phoebe Bridgers, and then like they're running what seems to be Gentoo Linux. Let me uh, drag this guy over. Sorry, Wait, folks. Also, this is actually really important. <laughs> at some point, pull up the two things I sent in the chat with the Taylor Lorenz thread Dog. and the Infowars video. The the video is fifteen minutes long. No, but just watch the first five minutes, dude. That's where the first it all goes five down. Five minutes. We already went well, off the, the subject, dude. Check out this right. though. This is where Fuck it gets it. crazy. Okay, look at this. I'll, you know what? Okay. I, since we brought it up, I'll link the video. To anyone who wants to watch it, click click this right here. Click that. Do you see that Reddit picture? PNG. Damn. Damn. Like it's like this is this is when you choose your starter Pokemon. Yeah, and they're writing, I believe, Haskell right here, Hmm. Uh, customizing some X mode on. And we got the the Phoebe Bridgers, the the Billie Eilish, and the the Clara. Yeah, it's it's honestly over the top. It's pretty great. It's They're good. listening to uh, "Can We Be Friends" by Conan Gray. Wow. Who's Conan before. Gray? He's a uh, Conan Moccasin and and David Gray's son. Oh my god! I think this dude was one <laughs> of the the wolves in Twilight. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck. Team Jacob. Yeah. Oh my god, um, <laughs> dude. So okay, we've covered current events. Uh, I would like to say, moving on to a different topic. Last night I watched Manhunter. Oh, I've seen that. And I would oh, like to say know. it's by Michael Mann. I am fully I am pleased to announce I've been fully man-pilled. Nice. I've been dude. man-pilled. I watched Heat, five stars. I clicked the little heart button on Letterboxd. Uh I'm still thinking about it to this day. And I watched Thief, which was also really good, and then I watched Manhunter. Manhunter was fire. So I'm fully man-pilled. Aaron, do you think man-pilled really is just blue-pilled because Viagra is blue? That's exactly what I'm saying, dude. I'm popping those blue pills. Blue pill means you're trying to fuck. If you take the blue pill, you're trying... If you take the blue pill and it lasts over four hours, call a doctor. Oh, yeah. Is all I got to say. People don't want to say But (laughs) Manhunter... Is better than Silence of the Lambs. I don't know about that. Oh, so Manhunter is the the prequel, right? Yeah. Is it is a it, prequel? <laughs> it's kind of just. It's a, had, I mean, it's the same. It's, it's the, the same, same uh, idea, but I don't man, know if it's wait, like wait, actually wait. in the same Time universe. Out. Time out. I know this. Manhunter is the one that came out before Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, right? it came out in the eighties. Yes. You want to know something crazy? What my mom? My mom gave like technical advice and was like a consultant for that movie for manhunter for manhunter no way because she is a forensic chemist oh yeah there's lots of uh blood spatter analysis and uh 
uh, for yeah, forensic lab scenes that are pretty exciting. That's awesome. The, like the fifteen to twenty years of weed smoke made me forget until <laughs> we started talking yeah. about it. Yeah, that's but so it's true. I had it's no one hundred percent true. That's yeah, so but, cool. Yeah. But they they are in the same the same universe because they're based off of the the Thomas Harris books. Uh, the first one's based well, off what, Red Dragon. That's what I'm saying. I didn't, I, 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 kind of, uh, I didn't know that. I assumed that they were just like loosely like same concept, but I didn't know that they were like, no, it's same, like all part of the same. same. Yeah, exactly. Damn, that's awesome. Um, but I'd say yeah. when I say that this, it's better than silence of the lambs, I think it's just that, um, I think I've seen silence of the lambs so much at this point now that Dude, I feel it's like so it's good. Like, silence of the lambs is one of the best movies. I mean, I agree, like, I, but I know what you're saying though. Like I've seen that one, like, I don't know, six times and it's like six I know times. it pretty well and like it's one of those movies I watched like in high school and it's like I got yeah. like into watching movies after seeing it you know so it's like man it's like uh, it's like in rainbows for me where it's like I've yeah. listened to it so much that like I can't even I can't even Wait. look at it objectively anymore <laughs> when I, I watch I'm like I'm pretty sure Red Dragon is like kind of a remake of yeah Man Red Dragon's Hunter. a remake of Manhunter that's what yeah. I'm saying and it's not as um, and it's not as good I, uh, so like the only reason that I watched Manhunter was a couple of years back. I bought my dad like a, uh, Silence of the Lambs box set from Walmart, like DVD. Yeah. Cause my parents for like a while didn't have internet just mm. for like four years or some shit. They were just like, yeah, we'll just use our phones. Mm. So they were just on their data plan pretty much. So they would never really stream anything. They yeah. would just like not watch TV. <laughs> Or they'd watch DVDs. Yeah. So I was like, all right, uh, my dad loves Silence of the Lambs. I'm going to get him this uh, box set at Walmart. And so I watched Manhunter with my dad. And I didn't, neither of us knew who the fuck Michael Mann was. Yeah. We didn't even look up who the director was in the movie. We were just like, oh, okay. Isn't it, you know? it's, it's Amy Mann's husband, right? Yeah, dude. It is Amy <laughs> Mann's husband. And so uh, we just watched it and I was like, damn, this shit's really good. So I went into it unbiased. I didn't even know about Heat yeah. or Thief or Feet. For some reason, I was just thinking when you said that you got the Silence of the Lambs box set at Walmart uh -huh. for your dad, I was just thinking about how funny it would be if you opened it and like all three discs were accidentally Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> damn. It's like, fuck, I got three of the worst of the same of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Outside. Ray Liotta and Hannibal is actually fucking hilarious. Though. I've yeah, never seen I Hannibal. Know. I was texting He's my very... I was texting my friend that I watched Manhunter, and she asked me if I'd seen Hannibal, and I said no. It's all right. It's not as good as Silence of the Lambs. Hannibal uh, Rising right. is also technically canonical. It's still same book series. Isn't the show wacky. supposed to be good? I heard the show was I good. Know, dude. It's yeah, got, with, it's got what Mads Mikkelsen or whatever. Yeah, I mean, she said it was awesome. My friend. So Supposedly, I kind of want to watch it. Maybe I'll start that. Yeah. Um, I love Mads Mikkelsen. I watched this fucking Mads Mikkelsen movie like two years ago. One night, like I started at like 1.30 a.m. in my bed <laughs> and fell asleep because it was by one of the dudes from uh, Bathory or whatever oh, is the wow. director now. And so he did this movie Polar and it was so mm. fucking bad. I fell asleep like within... <laughs> 20 minutes, but it has Johnny Knoxville and Matt Lucas and Mads Mickelson. Oh, dude, what? shit's gonna fucking rule. <laughs> That's insane. And I you literally know, just passed the fuck out and woke up on my laptop keyboard. <laughs> pretty great. Like Neo. You guys, wait, you guys know what we haven't talked about yet? What's that? We haven't talked about the CIA rebrand and uh, Ryder Rips. I, mean, I don't think there's anything to talk about anymore. It was fake. 
So yeah, that yeah, was kind of a, insane. That was a fake news media hoax there. It was kind of a, it, apparently in retrospect. I feel like he probably got funny. that advice from he got that advice from Nathan Fielder. It's for the new Nathan for you season. Yeah, we're I gonna bet. see behind we're gonna see behind the scenes about it soon. Same with Ariel Pink and John Mouse. It's all part of the new season five yeah. of uh, Nathan for you yeah. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's kind of funny though. I think the problem is, is that Ryder Ips is like kind of so far crazy gone for the most part that everyone was like, I can't really tell if this is a joke. You know what I mean? It's like when you go to like a yeah. stand up comedy thing and someone does something, but they're like delivery styles, like really weird. And you're like, is he joking? If he's joking, <laughs> yeah. it could be funny. But if he's not, this yeah. is like kind of fucked up. You know what I'm and that thinking? That was pretty much where it that- was at. I'm I'm starting to think what if what if it came out that Ariel Pink is just Sasha Baron Cohen and they made a six one man look like he's five two through cinema magic and forced perspective camera angles. Mm. Yeah, like Lord of the <laughs> Rings. It's, really, it's all miniatures. Ariel Pink has been a miniature the like, whole time. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> when 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 Borat says throw the Jew down the well, it's basically uh-huh. just it's basically just Ariel Pink saying he's gay for Trump. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of the same thing. It could be a <laughs> Sasha Barrett Conan character. You really can't it, count much out there because you gotta you gotta think someone like him, he's gotten to this point where it's so hard for him not to be recognized that you know there's some stuff he's just been doing long term. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like the like one, boyhood. The one place, he's been filming something for like twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Well the, <laughs> boyhood the one directed place by where, Sasha yeah. Barrett Cohen. The one, the one, the one media he's been able to keep a secret that no one knows he's been a part of this whole time is that he's in the gorillas. That's the one yeah. thing no one's figured out yet. And he's Banksy, Cone. apparently. He's Banksy, dude. Yeah. No, Banksy. Banksy is. Uh, he's the dude for Massive Attack, right? For Massive Attack, wasn't yeah. that kind of like <laughs> confirmed somehow? People were pretty sure it's, about that. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's it's a pretty solid. Um, it's not really a stretch theory. to to conclude that for sure. Oh, yeah. wait, the dude, the Bathory dude did the Lords of Chaos movie. Did anyone watch that? No, it's mm-hmm. not. I heard it was bad because it's about... Wait, like, are you, talk, are you talking about, about like, Agents of Chaos? No, Lords of Chaos. It's like a Norwegian black metal documentary. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen Sounds it. Sounds cool. I heard, but it's not I feel good. like I heard shit about like on Twitter where people said it wasn't that good, but... I feel Rory like Culkin. it's by the dude. It's by the dude from yeah. It does have Rory Culkin in it. It's by Rory the Culkin dude as Euronymous from Bathory. Maybe maybe so that's I what we understand. need to do. We need to get we need to get Rory Culkin on the pod because I think Macaulay is too much of a stretch. He's too <laughs> he's too far gone. But I think we maybe. can get Rory and just ask my brother Culkin, the whole time. Rory Culkin is kind of hot. I remember watching Scott Pilgrim when I was in like high school, and I was like. I'm like kind of attracted to this Rory Culkin dude. Rory Culkin looks exactly like my friend from high school. That's hilarious. He's well, and, then, and then Kieran Kieran Culkin's <laughs> also pretty cool. You know, we got yeah. the, we can get we can get oh, wait, no, all he's the, the ones. Kieran Culkin's the one that's in Scott Pilgrim. Okay, yeah. Rory Culkin is in Signs. Sky Ferreira right. is in this movie too. Sky Ferreira is yeah. Lords of Chaos. Yeah. A fuck yeah, I've been watching Lords of Chaos. Two IMDb credits are that and Twin Peaks season three. <laughs> yeah, 
I will wait till after this this podcast is released, and I will give everybody one day to message me telling me not to watch Lords of Chaos, and if not, I am going to watch it. So I mean, it sounds interesting at the very least. I like I like shitty dramatizations of uh, rock and roll. I it received positive reviews from critics, but got a polarizing reception from audiences within the metal community. Varg, the yeah. character yes. of Varg, wasn't racist enough in the movie. Apparently, do you guys remember that that movie that came out a couple years ago that was like about Morrissey? It was like a biopic of Morrissey oh, before he, in it too. before he was in the Smiths. It's like no. about young Morrissey as a teenager. No, it's I don't know ridiculous. about that, but that's my it's, that's gonna be my SoundCloud name, Young Morrissey. It's the it's the director that did Control. Oh, uh, the the Ian Curtis movie. Okay, he's like, I guess I gotta do a Morrissey uh, one now. <laughs> That's that that makes sense. What's you know? that one Bob Dylan biopic with a bunch of different actors in it? I want to watch that I, one. I'm not. Th- I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah. It, I, you know what? I with remember the- like seeing like it promoted, and it, I didn't. I'm not. I've, I've never been a diehard Bob Dil- Bob Dylan fan. How about but how uh, about the Joker? The, the, I was reading about the movie, and it seems pretty sick. I'm a fan. I saw it when it came out, and it's like Kate Blanchett is like acclaimed for playing Dylan. Yeah. But the thing is, it's it's like vignettes. It's kind of like a like, did you ever see like like New York I Love You or like Paris Jetemi or whatever? Like where it's like vignettes yeah. done by different directors and different styles. Yeah. And it's uh-huh. like that. It's like different like mini yeah. scenes where it's like different interpretations of Dylan played different ways. That's, and it's not always Dylan. So I think it, that's not, sick. Honestly, I think that's awesome. You you would think, but in watching it, it's just not that good. No. It just doesn't like the idea is sick, and some of the segments are really cool, but the generally most of it altogether, it's like pretty pretty bland. No. Um, I like I like the idea of a Morrissey biopic, but it's just it's literally just the plot of Joker, except for he goes evil once like a black it's teenager just the deep calls him fake. cracker. On it's the just street. the deep fake with Morrissey's yeah. face on uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what's his name, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I would love to see a Morrissey biopic that just like starts when he started like canceling all his tours in the middle of the tour. Mm. Like it yeah. starts there and leads up to now. <laughs> well, speaking of people so who cancel their tours in the middle of them, uh, my friend Charlie Bermesco, who's a movie reviewer, tweeted out the other day. Uh, speaking, also speaking of that, I'm not there film, it, which is why I was looking it up. He said the only way to do a Kanye West biopic would be in that I'm not there style of like a vignette with different actors playing at different stages of his career like that's the only way that you could get away with that i think i don't want to see a biopic of him yet i think there's still too much i mean listen i think any biopic is only going to be have a chance of being good when the when the subject is dead period most of the time like any if the subject is still alive there's a chance no but like but like as a like as a general like assumption because like like that i mean the queen one because they were like they were like working on it with them and like advising them so of course they're gonna like make it like the a crown, certain way and um but i i think if it's about a, a specific period of time that doesn't matter if it's past 
Like if it's focused on like two years, like a, around an event that the, like, let's say like the movie that was about Robert Durst with Ryan, with, uh, what's his name with, uh, who's the dude from the fucking notebook that I'm spacing up with Rob, Robert. No. Um, Ryan Gosling. Ryan yeah, Gosling. But are, that's a murderer, though, dude. I feel like it's like his is pretty much his, his shit's kind of sailed. I mean, Charles what, what Manson's about, alive, but they can. What Charles about American American Splendor about <clears throat> RVP Car, the comic book artist? That one's fucking sick, and the real one is in it because they do like half documentary, half. Hmm. Uh, I haven't seen that one. It's dude. That movie's <clears throat> sick. It's Paul Giamatti as like indie comic uh, book hero, American. Uh, Harvey P. Card. It's really good. Here's the thing. Imagine Bohemian Rhapsody probably wouldn't have been as just terrible of a movie as it was if all the people from Queen were dead. Also, if it no wasn't Brian Singer. About it. Pedophile That's Brian true. Singer. Allegedly. Lead pedophile. <laughs> Brian Singer. Um, who's who's like, no, Sasha, we can't focus he's on... A, <laughs> he's not a rhythm pedophile. He's a lead pedophile. Ugh. He's a lead... He's a lead. Yeah. Fuck Brian Singer, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go refill my cup of coffee. You guys keep it, keep it, you know. All right, Jeff, let's talk emoji. about Death Cab for Cutie while Jacob's gone. Keep it on topic. Keep it, keep it chill. Death Cab for Cutie. I don't know. I feel like Death Cab hasn't done shit that I give a fuck about no. lately, even though I mean, I for would like say, 10 years. Yeah, but during the quarantine, like early days, Ben Gibbard was like, one of the first musicians to be going live like every single day mm -hmm. playing like an like a crazy amount of back catalog catalog music for the people and that was super sick yeah. and i got really into it it was like during some of the darkest days like early pandemic in new york city where it was like <clears throat> the epicenter i was like mm -hmm. watching ben gibbard yeah and he had it early on too he got sick mm. so that that was pretty sick. I respect him for that. I just, you know, ever since Chris Walla left Death Cab, that's just like that's what yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Like that, that must have been the secret ingredient there. Not secret, but that must have been like what made it really gel. Because after after he like Chris recorded Walla and left, produced all their shit. Yeah. After he left, what there's nothing there. It's a and it's like it's just bland and uninteresting. There's no real. Spirit, well, you know, like and also, also, the fir his first like four albums or collections of music were were like lo-fi and like like seemed like more I believe it'll on the DIY side of things. Whereas like the newer stuff, it's so crystal clear. It's like what I, I, you know. I don't know. We that's been discussed to death, but. I mean, um, I, I don't, I don't give a fuck about them since Plans, honestly. Yeah, oh, same. That's the oh, last Fleetwood one. Mac. Fle yeah, yeah. Fleetwood um, Mac. And uh, Narrow Stairs has a couple okay tracks on it, but that's the beginning of the like end. that Bixby Canyon Bridge song is alright. Yeah, but I don't. It's just like I can't. You know? I just, I it's just, just Narrow Stairs. Um, I did see them on the Transatlanticism tour, which man, was insane. That would be crazy. And I bought Narrow tickets. Stairs. This I looks bought like tickets a, at the a, door. <laughs> In In That's, Rainbow's remix album, is that what it is? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, nice. No, I agree, man. It's those first. Yeah, did anyone listen? There's not a miss in those first. What something about airplanes? We have. Did the you guys listen album. to that? 
Did you hear that, Aaron? Fun. That that Ben Gibbard solo album where he covered um, uh, Bandwagon esque all the way through the Teenage Fan Club record. He does no. like a full Bandwagon esque. It came out like two or three years ago. Mm. It's like you put it on like the single, the concept here. Th- throw on the concept, the Ben Gibbard version, because okay. that's like. The that's like the teenage fan club song that people like fucking love and know, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like cool. How long is that song? It's a long song. We could just listen to a couple right. seconds of it. I'll just I'll go. I just got to do a quick poop. I'll be right back. <laughs> it take like twenty seconds. Take your headphones. Yeah, Jacob doesn't like, have a long dude, enough cable. Uh... The thing is, is like it's cool that he's doing this. It's a cool concept, you know. Yeah, but it's just like. If you're going to do a cover record all the way through, it's got to be as good or better. And it's just like... I just think it's got to do something totally different. And of course, this, this it is has a to be good. Different. But like, the best cover album that I've heard is Dirty Projectors Rise Above. Because it's, t- it's totally reimagined versions of all those songs. And like, that's what makes it so cool. Um, but I wouldn't even say like I get what you're saying, but I don't even consider that a cover record because it's like it's so so different because the songs are done from memory. Uh-huh. It's like how I remembered it. It's like a total like I would say it's like inspired and like an attempt to reinfl- redo it, but it's just too remade that I don't even. I consider it a concept album where it's like that album re-envisioned from memory. So in my head, it's a concept album and not a cover record. I think it's in the same ballpark though, don't you think? Like it's totally, whether or not it's a one-to-one remake or a complete reimagining, you're still starting with one thing and translating it into a different thing. And it's just a little more abstract. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's still, it's still, the rule of the album is that all the lyrics are the same and they're all the lyrics are from damaged. Um, and I think that's an interesting constraint is that the lyrics are all damaged lyrics and all the song names are the same, but the music itself is totally different. I think that's just an interesting way to think about the concept of what a cover actually is. Here, Aaron, can you pull up something for me then pull up the song John Allen Smith Sales by Ockerville River. All right. By the second verse, dear friends, my head I want you to tell me if this is a cover or not. Yo, you know how sometimes it's like that. Jacob, 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 hold on. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's like a YouTube thing. We're listening to this Ockerville River song, and I want Aaron to tell me if this is a cover or what they consider it. Well, I don't know because I don't know if it's. I've never the heard this before. Gay. I don't know if it's referencing well, something or not. It. You'll see. And not in a cool way, like Shoo Shoo, you know what I mean? I like this song, by the way. This album, Ockerville River era, is great. Because so far, this sounds like an Ockerville River song, right? Yeah. 
Here we go. Cry to three poems they present in place of a broken me. I was breaking in a case of suds at the brass rail, fall down drunk with his tongue torn out and his balls removed. And I knew that my last lines were gone while stupidly I lingered on. Oh, but wise men know when it's time to go, and so I should too. And so I fly into the brightest winter sun of this frozen town. I'm stripped down to. Here we go. You hear this? this Beach Boys? This is fucking Beach Boys, Sleep John B. Is this a cover? I don't know. Just because it incorporates... I don't know if it's a binary distinction. There's like but I'm saying, like, to incorporate parts of other songs, does that make it a cover? No. Yeah, why not? I don't think it's cover. Just because it does Sloop John B in it. How is that That's not a cover of Sloop John B within the song? Because it it's like a reimagining. It's like... I don't think it's an outright cover. I think it's like... It's like mashups. It's like taking parts of something else and making something new. I mean, I think that's just what a cover is. Wouldn't it be to varying degrees of uh, abstraction? All right, folks. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about covers. Let's let's get the meaty bones of the covers. Jeff, we're what's doing a cover some to you? music what's analysis. What's a deep, cover to you, Jeff? Analysis. Jeff, Dude, I think a cover. Guys, I think a cover. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know when that one sip takes you over the edge. Of, of, of anything of a fernet <laughs> that one sip dude i have i have fernet and i haven't drank fernet in like this is probably the longest period of my life in the past like six years mm. that i have not had fernet we got fernet you, ice cream in the fridge you, you for, it's, that's your bartender juice right there you forget what it's like to be a bartender that's, if you don't drink it enough it's dude, like, you're like it, you're, you're the one-armed man from twin peaks <laughs> It's it's legit like an industry drink, yeah. and it's like I haven't really been drinking, and I'm right. trying to like drink less because they say apparently like like if you get the vaccine that alcohol like is really bad for it. What? Like you're Fuck. not? They're saying <laughs> no. no. Like Russia, Russia has like a strict no drinking for like two months after, and they say a couple weeks, like two what? or three weeks, not to drink, or it diminishes oh, the like the, I don't know if the I'm gonna effect get it now. of. I mean, I've been drinking a lot less. Of course, I'm like smoking mad weed, yeah. but <laughs> if, you know, if it was weed, um, if, it, if weed affected it, Jeff would not be getting the vaccine. Wait, are all. you going to get the vaccine? Yeah, soon? of course. Soon? I'm no, getting it. I, mean, I, I want it soon. I want it right now. I look, I'm I trying to slurp that shit up. Online, I'm trying to skip I looked the line. online. They said our our like age group won't get it till summer. They said it'll probably be available Ooh! in summer. So we got a while. Locked inside for quite some time, folks. 
my uh, I think I might my, go da- store my the dad Capitol. got it. My dad oh, got nice. it on Tuesday. Did he really? He, I have a couple um, essential worker friends who've got it. Well, the thing is, in Florida, so most of the states, the first age bracket is 75 and up, but Florida mm-hmm. made it 65 and up. So my dad oh. just made it because he's 65. But my mom doesn't turn 65 until May. So my yeah. dad got it and my mom can't get it yet. So I'll sucks. be honest with you. That's where I'm probably the most like, I really just want my parents to get the vaccine. Like, I mean, right, yeah, exactly. Because I still got the parents right now. I'm just like, as soon as they get that opportunity, folks, you better be first in line. Yeah, better get that shit going. It's like a drop. Even in Florida, like my dad Yo, was new Supreme me, vaccine he, dropping. Yo. That's how to get people to... He, Yo. He, he, he just put, he, he, Supreme has to do a pop-up, like a Supreme-branded Supreme vaccine. Vax. It has the logo like imprinted on Supreme it really vax. tiny. And Cuomo is like, I will, I will sue... You will be charged a million-dollar fine if I find it on eBay. Yeah. That's how to get <laughs> you know people to get the vaccine. Anyway. Dude, that ass. Supreme, it and it's Supreme trying to like like rebrand for the elderly yeah. crowd. They're trying to like further their scope. They're like all the old people that are eligible. The Supreme vaccine is available. Yeah, <laughs> I want to write it. There should be a movie about like a sixteen-year-old hype beast who is getting Supreme, and he goes to the Supreme store with his you know mom who lives in Williamsburg. She's a yoga instructor, and then over time. He like meets this like this person like in his like art school and as he goes as he like, grows up kind of like a boyhood scenario and he discovers Barbara Kruger and he's like <laughs> wow so this is where it all comes from and it's kind of like for him and then he turns like, into a feminist mostly, yeah this is like a big directorial thing here because it's the director is going to be the one that puts it together I'm I'm thinking about that Luca guy the call me by your name Luca guy like uh, painting yeah. to him like like realizing it and he pans and then we freeze frame on him for a little bit and just kind of stare, like let his face be the center point of the camera mm. for about 15, 20 minutes as he's just kind of thinking about it. And I, I'm thinking Academy Awards. You know what I mean? I mean, speaking, I mean, of, yeah, for speaking sure. of boy boyhood and that type of shit, like RIP to the director of the seven up movies. Really? The what? I just started watching. Yeah. Those. The director. I, I saw that they're on your Plex yeah. um, and they're amazing. But yeah, the director died, I think yesterday. What? Oh, damn. So that's the end of the series. All right. Well, I'm going to have to finish watching those. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Cause he's also said in the past that he, that the series should end with him. So I don't think they're going to keep doing it with somebody else. That makes sense to me, honestly. For, for all the listeners out there, the seven up movies, it's like, started what in the 60s yeah mid 60s and it's it's like about seven british children that are seven years old yeah. or not seven no they are seven but it's about no but not seven of them oh, i yeah. think there's no, more but they're, yeah seven they're seven years in the, old in the group they're seven years old and every seven years he returns to their life and shows you where they're at and it's been going on until now yeah the newest so one came out a couple films. years ago or yeah, when did it come and, out? Um, yeah. it's, it's an amazing series. You know, you see a lifetime of people. You w- literally watch them grow up and how they change. Right. And certain people, certain kids choose not to return. So right. you don't see all of them throughout. And you see some, and then they don't return for some films, but then they come back in later ones mm-hmm. when they're older. And it's, you know, watching like a, a true character arc 
of these people's lives yeah. over their entire lives. And it's an amazing project. It's um, really unbelievable. I highly recommend it. I was inspired by it. I haven't seen all of them, but I was inspired by the concept of it to do that at my high school reunions. And so I filmed my first one, which was my five-year reunion. And my 10-year one is this year, I guess. So I guess I'll have to go and film more. Yo, but it's, um, my 10 year yeah. is too, bro. There's, a, there's like a movie, there's a <laughs> movie on, on Amazon that I put in my watch list. And it's, I think it's called like most likely to succeed. And it's similar. Yeah. It was like three people from like, um, from like poverty stricken schools that were voted most likely to succeed yeah. when they were grad in their graduating class. And mm. it's like, they followed them for like 10 years and oh. like their journey. Interesting. And it's like, I feel like the seven up series influenced a lot of documentary filmmaking and even boyhood. I'm sure Richard Linklater even like got inspiration from that. Oh, how could you I not? Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend, especially in wake of this director's death, I have to look up his name. I feel bad. It's uh, for like, Michael Apted. Michael Apted. Yeah, I feel bad like eulogizing him and not remembering his name. No, it's but okay. he's directed a bunch of things. He, he directed like uh, something somewhat recently that was big. He directed one of the James Bond movies. Uh, oh, shit. It was a, a World is Not Enough or whatever. Yeah. The world is not mm-hmm. enough, yeah. So like he's more than just a documentary filmmaker. And he did Coal Miner's Daughter. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I now I have an because there's so many of them. I was like, damn, there's a lot to watch here, but um, well, now, now, is, that, now is I'm, better time than ever to watch the rest of them. I'm hooked up to Aaron's Plex right now, and I noticed, yep, uh, that all of them are on there. Yeah. So, in wake of his death, I'm actually gonna like dive back into all of this shit, yep, too, the Plex and just kind of watch, watch a lifetime of uh, British people saying, like. What? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. It, no, the first it. one is great because it's all the like little seven-year-old British kids and they're talking in the accent. It's pretty good. Oh, he's it's just the, fucking pincher. Oh, the best there, line. The best line um, from the first one. It's like I can't remember exactly what he says, but it's like it's. It, they ask one of the little posh British boys, like, "Do you have a girlfriend?" He goes, "Yeah, and I can't stand her." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. And it's great because it's funny. The, the what kids was that are all from like different <laughs> social, was not, socioeconomic not, classes. I'm not claiming to be an accent. That sounded like 1930s series. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Let's can't stand say, Let's can't, can't, stand, can't, stand, can't that. stand the thought of her. Can't stand I watched, that. Spe- speaking of 1930s Hollywood, I watched uh, Hail Caesar, the Coen Brothers movie, the other day. Uh, I never saw that. Which one. was one. I always skipped it because like when it came out, I think it was like 2016 or something. Uh-huh. And I was like really stoked for it. And I feel like none of my friends wanted to go see it. Mm. And I just like skipped it and always meant to watch it. And oh, it's I on liked Netflix. that movie. It was good. I, I did like it and it wasn't great no. for a Coen Brothers movie, like Jonah in the scope Hill's of their it, filmography. Dude, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Jonah Hill. Jonah and, like, 16 millimeter Hill. I thought George Clooney was pretty funny in it. I thought it was good. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's it's got like a, it's kind of like just really though, like burn after reading if it was about old uh-huh. Hollywood. Do you guys <laughs> think Jonah Hill has a masterclass account? Oh God, I hope so. I think that's how the whole like uh, mid 90s thing happened. I think he watched like a masterclass. Yeah. He well, watched, he watched the Scorsese on one. And, yeah, the Scorsese one. That was it. He's like, oh well, shit. You know, he took he took like scale 
for Wolf of Wall Street. He took like the least amount of money so he could get the role. Oh, really? So Damn. he could work with Scorsese. He like, I mean, I, I would offer <laughs> to do it for. <laughs> yeah, well, same, yeah. Dude. I mean, it's I'd a smart it career pennies. move. It, and he was penny good. Stocks. He was good in Wolf of Wall Street. Penny stocks. I just watched that one a couple but, days ago. It's good. Think Yo, about, who would do it, it for penny he, stocks? Penny stocks is the way to go, folks. He's been in a Scorsese movie and a Coen Brothers movie. Damn. Yeah. So, who else can say that? That's. But I think and, I think that's what happened. He probably watched the master class and was like, "I gotta get 16 millimeters." Starts shooting some kids. What do you guys think film. if like future the future of film school they're gonna be watching like him and Knocked Up? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, talking about getting pink eye from Martin Starr. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, or him in what? What's that accepted where he's like dressed as a hot dog and he's like, "Show me your wiener." <laughs> Dude, Jonah yeah. Hill. What about when I unpack and uh, what that that like anti screen slate movie meme account? I forget what they're called now. Um, uh, we're posting posting those paparazzi TMZ videos of Jonah Hill saying the f word, like the the, the bad f word, not fuck. Oh, I don't know the <laughs> the the slur. <laughs> yeah, um, what's can we can we find the, the, can we find those videos? Are they online, like easily accessible? Like what? Jonah Hill dropping the f bomb. I don't know. That's illegal because I dude. feel like I feel like that's not really in line with the uh, type of type of audience he's attracting with mid nineties in the A twenty four crowd. I don't know. I googled I Jonah like Hill f word and the top account is Jonah Hill swears the most of any film actor study shows. What what about why don't you put Jonah Hill uh uh homophobic slur? <laughs> we have Hill to search these slur. things in an unproblematic way. <laughs> oh man. Well, or you can just write it and I don't have to say it on the podcast. <laughs> that's like uh that's like when you're first figuring out like like porn and you type big bobs into Google. Yeah. So, you don't, so no one thinks that you're actually looking for it. It was just a mistake. You're like, I just like Bob the Builder. Yeah. I'm just looking for Bob the Builder inflation porn. Dude, you could just yeah. say, you could say faggot, but you could say F-A-G-E-T and tell people you're talking about the corn song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know if we need to play this clip. I'll be honest. I feel like I, I feel like he says it to reporters. I feel like he says it to someone on the street. Uh-huh. And it's it's definitely like super bad body type era Jonah Hill. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Speaking of Jonah Hill, I watched uh, Crash a couple of days ago. Jonah Hill and Crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he plays the car. He plays his car. <laughs> Not many people know this. It was his first film Yo, role. That was literally, yeah, I could imagine David Cronenberg being like, I want to take my practical effects to a new level. Yeah. I want a person to be a fucking car. Yeah. He saw that, that meme good. where it's Thomas the Tank Engine, but what like a body mm-hmm. would look like inside of Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. He was like this. But the, no, the reason he saw that, the, he saw in the future the Thomas the Train Engine Skyrim Dragon mod. That's it exactly was like, true. Yep. Yes. The, the reason he got the role is because Owen Wilson passed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Owen Wilson's like, I, I can't do I can't do this. Yeah. 
there's not enough money here to play a card. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for Pixar. <laughs> Literally the day after I watched Crash, I saw a thing online that Boy Harsher did a soundtrack for some like Crash inspired porno. So that's have out you guys, there. Have you guys read, so have you guys read the book? It, little bit no, but I, read I, the I, I just picked it up the no. other day at Topo's. I have store. it. Yeah. I don't, I I don't know book. how to read. It's good. Uh, true. Yeah. I feel that. You should get the audio book. <laughs> that's a good idea it's actually yeah then you can use both hands then you can use both hands for jerking off yeah the thing about the audiobook is it's kind of annoying because it's read by Dan- david cronenberg and every time he says out it's like yeah mm, <laughs> <or> a, <boot. laughs> a boot and it's like can't understand dude, what he's saying what the fuck he's canadian it's like the twilight zone movie or something yeah. mm. it's like <laughs> the, uh, the dead zone <laughs> the dead zone Dude, the Dead Zone is highly underrated. Anyone that, anyone that's never seen it, go, do yourself a favor and take a look. Because boy, young Christopher Walken boy. can get can, can can get it. You mm. know what I mean? For sure, dude. Young Christopher Walken was like that's next what I'm level, talking about. You know? Oh man, young Chris um, Walken. Plus, it's fucking Stephen King. Like you know. Yeah, dude, it's fucking Stephen King, dude. Devon King. Yo, you know what the create? Okay. I watched the shittiest. Uh, you know, the good thing about Stephen King is there's like a lot of really bad movie adaptations of some of his stuff. Oh, yeah. Like or, the first Pet Cemetery and shit. That movie sucks. Yeah. Big. And uh, The Shining, dude. Yeah. Fuck that yeah. Shit. True. True. But the worst <laughs> one is Thinner. Have you guys ever seen the movie adaptation of Thinner? No. No. I feel like I'm the only human being that's seen this fucking movie. It's got Tom Holland in it. Um, well, no, Tom Holland did the screenplay for it. Oh, which is crazy. Interesting. Uh, did but anyone not see the, the remake Tom of Tom Holland? Apparently, okay, there's more than one Tom Holland. Did, Never did mind. anyone see the matter. Did anyone see the Carrie remake? I didn't watch it. No, nah, I didn't but watch I'm curi- it. I'm curious because, like, why remake that? You know, the original Carrie is so fucking good. I mean, there's Fitter's so many movies where it's like, why would you remake Rotten that? Tomatoes. Like that fucking Gus well, Van fu- Sant uh, Psycho that's, remake. That's what I was going to say. That's the yeah, funniest yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. The shot for shot yeah, Gus Van Sant. That's fucking and unreal fucking, that that happened. Yeah. And it's Vince Vaughn is yeah, fucking... Yeah, what the hell? Norman so Bates, weird. Crazy. That's like, a, that's like something know, that, that we would make up as a joke. That's that's Vince Vaughn's cover of Psycho. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's, it's a, yeah, it's it's a, a cover. A it's a cover. It's a cover it's a, film. It's a faithful cover version. <laughs> By definition, dude, I mean, honestly, I guess it, I guess we can. It, it is, you know. Yeah, dude, true. true. So true. Gus Van Zant, you know, who'd have thought? He'd I know. Do a cover album. I know. Well, he did a <laughs> cover of wild. Columbine. So I mean, Elliot Smith never never did it. Come on, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna run him. to the bathroom, but hold, go do it. Hold dude. down the fort while I'm gone. Dude, Gus, go do Gus it. Van Zant, dude. I, I should watch uh, Goodwill Hunting soon again. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. You never saw it, dude? Nah. It's uh, Elliot Smith, dude. I haven't dude. seen it. Yeah, He's so yeah, good in it. it. Elliot Smith, and and it was written by uh, by the, the Armageddon guy, the guy from Armageddon, the uh-huh. Batman. It was written by Batman. It was written by the guy Batman? From, the guy from uh, Geely and Jersey Girl. Good Will Hunting was written by Batman. By Batman. Well, okay. one of the bat, one of the Batman's, okay. one of the Batman, the go- the, the Gone Girl Man, 
Gone Girl Man. Bad Gone Girl Man. Gone Girl Man. What's up? Speak, speaking of him, what about Neil those Patrick new pictures? Harris? The new pictures of him like fumbling the McDonald's or whatever? Uh, Ben what, Affleck. Wasn't McDon- yeah. It so was not some- McDonald's. It was Dunkin' Donuts. It was Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. dude. Why are there always such ter- like heart-wrenching photos of it, like haunting photographs of him? Isn't he from Boston? Of course he's from Boston. Dude. Yeah, dude. That's what Paul Malls do to you. You smoke that many Paul Malls, you just like your life starts falling apart. Dude, I mean, he's don't smoke Paul him, Malls. Him and his brother, dude. I mean, fucking Casey Affleck's been called out very, very publicly me too'd many times. And it's like, you know, what what was it? Manchester, Manchester at, Manchester at sea or by whatever. The sea, yeah. That movie is pretty, pretty something. Pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> That's a crazy one. That's a crazy know, the, one. Those Afflecks, maybe, maybe uh, Casey Afflecks in Goodwill Hunting, also, right? Oh yeah, Casey Affleck yeah. is in a bunch of like early Ben Affleck movies. Yeah, because they're bros. They are they're bros. And we can tie it all together because Ben Affleck was in Days to Confuse, which is Richard Linklater, which is Boyhood, which uh, is yep, you know, yep, yep. So there, there we go. It's all. All didn't one Casey, universe. Didn't Casey Affleck direct that one Joaquin Phoenix movie? The one Joaquin, yeah, the I'm I'm, I'm still here. Not there. I'm still I'm here. I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh which, you know, I watched recently, like during the pandemic again. Yeah. And truthfully, it was like critically blasted. And, you know, he tried to do like a Andy Kaufman-esque like mockumentary. I kind of like it, dude. I kind of liked it the first time I saw it. Like it's not mm. amazing. But yeah. the idea is interesting. For I sure. I thought it was interesting. I thought it could have been better. I think they went in with a good idea and it just didn't turn out as good as mm-hmm. it potentially could have. And then it's made. So what are you going to do? You got to put it out. But it I think the idea was interesting. And in a different world, if it played out, Butterfly Effect it a little differently, it could have been much better like critically as well i don't know and it's still funny dude those clips of like walking phoenix on the talk shows jacob pull up some walking phoenix on the talk shows being being a space case hip-hop rapper please i want to watch them like now phoenix talk show rapper we're gonna Aaron, we're about back. to watch Walking. We're about to watch Walking Phoenix on the talk shows, like from the movie. Oh, dude! Literally, the funniest thing is in that movie where he's trying to have a meeting with like P Diddy, with like Puff Daddy, and he's trying to set up meetings, and Puff Daddy is like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" <laughs> and you know, if Puff, if if Diddy thinks you're talking crazy, something's up. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix looks like a, a goddamn sir right now. You know what I mean? An epic sir. I think he looks sick, and a dude. scholar, dude. I don't see the video. Yeah, I don't see the video now. Oh, fuck. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, fuck. Here we Can go. You see it now? Yeah, I got it. You've got a, a nice beard going? and uh, Oh, yeah, thank yeah. you. How is that, the beard? In my way. Well, is it comfortable? Is it itchy? Is it? Uh, are you pleased with it? I'm okay with it, but now you're making me feel weird about it. 
I'm sorry, I'm making you feel weird about it? <laughs> Is there something wrong? I can't be the first one to make you feel weird about it. Mm, no, I guess not. See, that's what I'm talking about. Is it, you do a lot of this? That's just a nervous tick, I think. Oh, it's just a nervous tick. Uh, you know, I saw this... Uh, I love iron and wine, dude. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, he's just like Sam movie. Bean. <laughs> tremendous. What a tremendous film. You and uh, who else is in it? Uh, what's her name? Beautiful, lovely... Mm. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, he kind of looks like Jack Black there. Yeah, yeah. Very nice movie. Sedated and, uh, Jack Black. You don't see movies like this much anymore, and I was so gratified. To yeah, like see a Jack Black did heroin. <laughs> film. I really enjoyed your work. Thank you. Yeah. Are you? It says this is a disaster, but this is clearly a bit. This is a bit. But he did it for like several years, like all like a year on like many talk shows. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's like, it was what, people uh, were like, can you tell us about this must be a bit. But really, seems like it's going on too long. Hmm. <laughs> this is the best bit. This is like this the is the, the Harmony show. Corinne in it is. Yeah. This is when he found out that Hurt wasn't by Johnny Cash. Yeah. It was actually by Nine Inch Nails. After, after making Walk the Line, and then he became a nihilist. Yes. Nothing is real. You know, not just me, the two-time Academy Award nominations. Walk the Line, you were tremendous in Walk the Line. So here's here's my hope that after some time off, uh, and I think you're taking a little time off tonight. Uh, this is just Zach Galifianakis character. Yeah, it really Literally. is. <laughs> like actually, <I'm> <laughs> like if you, if if it was revealed that this is actually Zach Galifianakis pretending to be Joaquin Phoenix, I would really better than you are. I would believe you. What do you guys think about a biopic about making? I'm I'm. Still here, starring Zach Galifianakis, and it'll be like the, it'll be like the James Franco like the Room movie. Who will play Letterman? Who will play who? Letterman. Who will play Letterman? Uh, David the, David Hyde Pierce. No, Letterman. Letterman will be played by the Bill Gates impersonator from Nathan for You. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, really that's a, yeah. <laughs> I think he looks more like Letterman, honestly, at this point. Part of my life for a long time. Um, it's, a, it's weird to and like come Casey out Affleck will be played by um, talk about it, um, by TJ Miller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Are you all right? What happened to your thumb? All right, I'm done. Uh, yeah. So I, I feel like yeah. Now I want to watch uh, Tim and Eric interviews. Those are good. Dude, Tim and Eric interviews. Did you guys listen to those prank phone calls I sent you uh, with the guy from the comedy? No, I don't listen oh, no. to prank phone calls, dude. That scares me. Oh, uh, so <laughs> there was that, there's this guy who was in the comedy whose name uh, is like Jeff Jensen and him and this other guy. Oh, wait, we who, forgot to do the clap. Oh, it's, no, yeah, it doesn't matter. Clap, it doesn't matter. But it's all good. It's fine. Three. And okay. this, this guy, Jeff Jensen, <laughs> who's in, in that movie. <laughs> In the middle of my explanation, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's in the in the movie <laughs> with Tim Heidecker and James mm -hmm. Murphy or whatever, and he did these like prank phone calls with this other like comedian guy 
and they're kind of like um it's like jerky boys if it was about like really interesting characters <laughs> yeah and uh they they put out a prank album on matador mm-hmm. so they're like tied to the indie world and i sent you guys some uh some clips in the group chat like maybe like three like the other day mm-hmm. and it's very good um so it's called earls and jensen present and then pull up the track isaac hayes was verbally assaulted today This shit had me dying. Oh yeah, so like the other the other comedian is associated with like the best show. Okay. Alright, I'll play this. This is Connie, may I help you? Yes, this is the manager, please. I'm one of them. Hi, this is Mr. Isaac Hayes. I was in there earlier today. Uh-huh. I was doing some shopping in there like I do very often. You know, I I wear these shades and the Eddie Murphy Golden Child Tom Tom Club do the right thing world beat style hat <laughs> to remain inconspicuous but I noticed some customers pointing and snickering in the produce okay um unfortunately you know what um, would you like to talk to our store director do you know her no I don't would you like to talk to her cause um she'll yeah can you hold on yeah <laughs> this is your hi this, this is Mr. Isaac Hayes Hi. I was in the store today. Hi. Yes, sir. Uh, I, you know, I, I try to remain inconspicuous when I do my shopping in there. Yes, sir. I always wear the shades and the Eddie Murphy Golden Child Tom Tom Club do the right thing. World be style <laughs> was actually a gift of Peter Gabriel, and the uh, oversized World Be shirt was a gift of Ziggy Marley. I was the victim of ver- verbal abuse in your parking lot. One oh my goodness. One yes, I had him. A minivan full of little league players. Tell me, I, they told me I looked like I just stepped off Paul Simon's Graceland tour bus. Oh my God, a little league van? Yes, ma'am. Their parents did nothing about it. Oh, I took hard. some time to let the smoke clear. Uh huh. I mean, are these people coming to shop, or are they coming to throw stones? Oh, that's horrible. If everyone's gonna point it and laugh at Isaac Hayes. I might as well go into the produce and start juggling organic pears or something. Oh, so what would you like? How can I help? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I why is he calling the store? Too. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. It's I don't the know. parking lot. I just wanted to bring it to your attention. Yeah. Well, I remember I was the store director at the Union Store, mm-hmm. and I remember you shopping there a lot. Oh, yes. And I think it's just a different mentality, and uh, I, I have challenges with it every day. <laughs> this part's I mean, the I, best. I came home, I was a little rattled. I mean, I, I looked at myself in the mirror for about five minutes, checking out the hat, and I said, I think you look cool. And that's yeah. all that matters, you know. Absolutely. I just I'm really, really sorry. I really am. Yes. I, 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 I mean, Peter Gabriel gave me that hat, too. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real trip. Yeah. It's like we a Nick Mullen bit. As you know, there's <laughs> ignorance everywhere, and... Um, I'm sorry that we couldn't educate him. Did you happen to Ignorance see what, everywhere. you know, the name on the bus or anything? No, I didn't. I think it was an Arrow Star. I just thought if I could have the opportunity to run into him again, I, maybe I could help, yeah. help him see the light. I mean, Paul Simon's Graceland. Please. That's absurd. Yes. Well, That's really absurd. absurd. I, 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 don't, I don't want to stew in, 
in my juice is too long here. I'm well, I just say, I'm sorry you had the experience, sir. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. That's so good. Aaron, also also good. for you, um, there because I know you're a fan, there's one called Jazz Germain, RuPaul's personal assistant. Oh my god, that's probably hilarious. It's 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 a short one. It's also very funny. Matador Records released. This is a Matador so Records is indie. And, indie. and um apparently so like this dude, Jeff Jensen, he was like apparently called like the original Williamsburg hipster. Like he's been oh, in yeah. Williamsburg since like 1992. And uh, he's like OG, like, like when vice like started mm-hmm. like a vice OG, like weirdo. Yeah. I don't know. He's a character. I'm like, I want to play this. I'm trying, I'm trying to get him on the pod. Okay. Yeah. Play, play RuPaul. Yeah. Yes. My name is jazz. I'm RuPaul's personal assistant. <laughs> yes. And I just wanted to give you all a warning that Ru is coming into the restaurant tonight. Yeah. And she's been nasty today, too. So she said that uh, you all would know she wants a special table, the one she always has. No problem, sir. All right, because, I mean, I'm not going to go down there with her. Okay. Because she, be that bitch is off the hook today. I'm going downtown <laughs> to dance. It's a pleasure to have her. Oh, I know. She's in, the, um, but she's just going to make a big scene. I take the oh. tablecloths off the table, honey, if I was you. Because okay. I mean, I'm. I'm getting off work now. I'm going downtown to dance. But <laughs> I, I'm a person that my name is Jazz, and we'll pay for any damages or any kind of thing she causes when she comes in there because she can cause a scene, and I tell you, the bitch is off the hook tonight. <laughs> no problem. All right. Okay. okay, now you take care, honey. Oh, oh, she'll be there within the hour, but I'm going downtown to dance. <laughs> I will. Okay. Bye now. And, and then there's one called, like, Ditch weed or something. Okay. That's mad funny. Uh, Try to find the ditch weed one. I think it's called My Friends Call Me Ditch Weed. Okay. Don't yeah. ask. Hey, you the man that's going to sell me a PT Cruiser tonight? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like your attitude. I like your attitude. Hey, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Norman Johnson. Hi, uh, Mr. Johnson. I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? All righty. What's up, dog? Not much. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they're all saying now. I'm uh, <clears throat> recently divorced. A lot of my buddies around the office are calling me Midlife. Okay. <laughs> I wanna, midlife. It's my favorite Flinter uh, band. Okay. You know, I want to see the look on their face. Like, I want to roll into work with my PT crews. I'm like, hey, bitch, you want to see Midlife? <laughs> Yes, sir. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, PT Cruiser, I mean, that's it's a, it's a statement. Right. You know, I mean, it's pretty much straight up saying balls. Right. Balls. Okay, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going through changes. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to be totally straight with you. Ten years ago, if you told me, Norm, when you turn 40 years old, you're going to have a facial tattoo and a genital piercing, I would have laughed you right out of the boardroom. <laughs> but here I am. Yes, sir. Sega! <laughs> I want the most extreme dealer on the lot. That's us. What's your name? name most Steel. extreme What's dealer. What's your name, dog? My name is Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. What's your nickname? I don't have one. Every man's got to have a nickname. <laughs> Way back in the day, I had one. Which was? Pookie. Pookie? Yep. Oh, like uh, from the Garfield strip? Right. <laughs> yeah. All my friends called me John, Garfield's owner. Okay. Yeah. And they called my little brother Odie. 
okay. Yeah, and my sister was Arlene. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so we got a lot in common. Yes, sir. Yeah, but now my Thai bros call me Ditchweed. Don't ask. Okay, go ahead and ask. <laughs> what, I, what, what does it mean? <laughs> well, occasionally, uh, it, you know, when the party gets high, we'll, we'll burn a couple. Right. Got milk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got right. milk? <laughs> Seriously, t- sell me a PT Cruiser. Come on in and pick one out. We got several. Is there a split tail guarantee with this? What you mean by that? Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, Sell me this PT uh, Cruiser. This is a uh, certifiable pussy magnet. This is very oh, yeah, I mean, it's like a good looking car. Matthew McConaughey. Okay. You know, one thing about it, you know, it, it tracks all age groups. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, but uh, for a man trying to reclaim his youth, I think it's a perfect car. It's a fun car. There's so many things you can do to it. <laughs> I mean, for a broken individual like me, I mean, he's just desperately grasping his straws. I think it's exactly what I, what I need. Right. A broken individual yeah. like me. Think one of the cops going to catch a PT Cruiser? Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> well, then that, that might not be the car for me then. I mean, I want a fast car. You might need a Viper, Dean. What's that? A Viper. A Viper? Oh, that sounds cool. That sounds extreme. They call me Extreme Dad. That's just what my kids call me. I get them extreme one weekend Dad. a month, you know. And although my daughter I get them one weekend a month because no I stole all her oxycodone. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know, hey now. <laughs> when you gonna be able to come down? Hey now. Uh, well, how about t- how about is uh, about fifteen minutes from now? Sound? I'll be here. You'll you'll recognize me. I'll be coming in there, Fubu, head to toe. Okay. <laughs> I got uh, frosted tips too. Okay. And some wraparound Oakley blades. Okay. All right. I mean, pretty much, let's take this bitch off the chain. Okay. All right. All right. I'll see you, Pookie. All right. Peace. It's good. Yeah, it's it kind of reminds sounds- me of like, what is that magic, magic castle uh, soap? What is that other one? I don't know. That it other like, like Town bits. <laughs> um. It all sounds like Town bits. You're like that meme. Where it's like it's all come town. It's always, it's always, been. <laughs> always has always been, has baby. Been. Always has been. Uh, d- should we go to the financial corner real quick? Yeah. What? All right, what are you buying? What are you selling? Corner. Tell me. All right, guys. Welcome back to the financial corner. Uh, once again, uh, this is where you know we get together and on you and download a podcast and we give you some of the best shit to buy right now what should you buy you're probably wondering okay what should you buy hey jacob what the fuck should i buy uh so here's the thing folks i think it's a great time to uh buy uh alibaba stock because it turns out their founder jack ma was not killed by the chinese government as he was expected to be uh, so the stock prices are seeing a surge right now. Uh, they started off at about $228 uh, just just yesterday. And we're getting into after hours trading right now, going up to about 236 So that's a, that's a clear about 4% jump uh, in that period of time. So I'd say, you know, buy right now. Um, analysts uh, from, from reddit.com, some of my favorite reddit.com analysts, uh, the post on the, on the stocks, uh, and the Robin Hood subreddit say that it is a buy. So I'd say buy it, folks. Uh, uh, go ahead and grab that. Uh, fair market price for this is looking to be about uh, about uh, about $350. So that's where the stock is going. What I did in light of yesterday's news yeah. of uh, 
twi- Twitter banning Trump's account, I put uh, all my money into Parler, and it's nice. already gone up six hundred percent because everyone's going there. Parler 70, seventy million voters are going yes. to Parler. Parler got so banned from the Google Play now. Store. Apparently, really? yeah. Apparently, yeah. And Apple's going to ban it. I think like. Yeah, yes, that's why it's to. time to buy, folks. It's time to buy Parler time stock. To buy. It's not publicly it's, traded or anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's time to buy Parler buy, stock. You should you, you buy, should go to shareholders and buy it in. It, go like physically, you know, tell them you're going to buy their stock. Buy the company. Buy, it now. buy the company. Buy the company. Like buy them it's out. Low. It's that's low. It's low now. So you buy yeah. now and then you sell when it's high. Which will yeah. be sell when you're high and then smoke some weed, sell it when you are high. There's the real there's it doesn't matter what's up and down. You can go up and down as long as you're that well, dude. As long as you're yeah. up. Who up? Who up right now? Mm-hmm. Smash that like. Um Yeah. Yeah. This I has been know. Financial a, Corner. Thank you, Jacob, for your expertise. This is financial Corner. Uh another I, uh, duck. We got another buy. Just got another buy alert. Another buy alert. Mm-hmm. What do, you, uh, what do you call? What did you call me? A buy alert. Uh, we got a crypt, crypto watch. Crypto watch is coming up. Uh, Cockcoin is uh, going up. Cockcoin. Uh, Cockcoin. Everybody knows Cockcoin is being one of those those uh, five cent coins. Uh, it just jumped to six cents. So you're looking at a twenty percent gain, and uh, some. <coughs> Some guy who messaged me privately on Discord said it is a buy. So okay. I would say go ahead and get on Cockcoin quick. Uh-huh. Um, it's you know it's a big coin. It's uh, going Re- through really big coin, uh, huge big coin. coin. I mean, ever coin. since Fat. ever since seeing the the feels Thick. good man documentary, I've, I've been saving up for a rare Pepe. Coin. Rare Pepe. I tried to I tried Pepe. to sell Rare Pepe's on eBay, and I had to close my eBay account. Oh, okay, because I didn't I didn't actually like I was gonna buy a couple of them, and then like I was like, this is obviously a joke auction. So I bid like a dollar, and I'm like, I'm not paying that for a fucking image, and so I lost my eBay account. Mm. You you so. could have been so rich the but the it was the Neon the... Genesis Evangelion Pepe, so oh, okay. I probably should have the... bought it just for the guy with know. the Homer Pepe was driving a Lamborghini in the movie. So, you know, that's all I got to say about that. Damn. You guys have you guys you guys have seen Feel Good Feels Good I Man seen already? It yet. No, not yet. I oh. seen it yet. Y- y'all need to watch that shit tonight. Dun, it's mad dun, good. Dun, 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 truly, dun, truly a, a great movie. And that's the thing. That's the thing about tying this all back to the Alex Moyer movie, like TFW No GF. It's like it's like the feels good man covered like 4chan like all the 4chan incel culture and what it did to society in like in a way that didn't they interviewed the people that were on it they didn't necessarily glorify it and they proved to vilify it but they also like sympathize in a way and i don't think that it's like nazi sympathy but the other movie wasn't nuanced so it's like that's the example it's like if you're going to make a film about that type of culture the way to do it is the way the feel good man director did it not the way alex lee moyer did it which i consider dangerous and leads people who 
believe that stuff to watch it and be like, yep, that's me. Totally awesome to see myself represented in a way where people understand that what I do is not bad. Mm. It's like, come on. Yeah. You have to be, you have to be more, you have to Yo. be more firm when it comes to Nazi shit. Yeah. And like killing up. people and misogyny. Are you, you pulled up the rare Pepe? Yes. Yeah, it wasn't that rare. It's an Asuka Pepe. Yeah. How much is it worth? I mean, probably nothing. On the market. People just posted it online. But the thing is, is like they're online, they're digital, but if you own them, they're worth money. Like this, it's like coin, you know, that's what in the feel good man movie you'll see. They like talk about all of it. Cause there's like cryptocurrency Pepe traders that are like mad rich off that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on? Like you could probably even oh. pull a clip on YouTube of the guy talking about it from the movie, honestly. Maybe so. And it's pretty interesting. They're like literally like millionaires off like fucking Pepe coin. It's insane. It is pretty fucking wild, dude. And I'm trying to uh, I, figure out a way where I can. But is it a buy in the financial corner? What do we think? That right now, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So we're not giving you wouldn't download a podcast is not giving that a buy rating. We're giving it a hold. Yep. If you got the if you got the Pepe coin, hold it. Don't sell it, but don't buy it either. Don't buy. It's a rent. It's uh, a rent it. All right, folks. We've reached the end of the podcast, I think, this for is, today. That, that has been our, our anti buy segment. Mm-hmm. We're anti buy. You know, we all LGT we only. All, we always, yep. We always finish this shit with the with the financial corner, so I think it's as good of time as ever to just. That's a really good point. Everyone, stand, this the B stands for but actually, yeah, you know, yep. yeah, um, so yes. yeah, there there's that problematic take. <laughs> thanks, thanks everyone for listening this week. Thank you. Um, we know that. Think- in the attention I, economy, which is a word I've seen a lot on Instagram posts recently, mm. um, it's it's hard to decide what podcast you're going to listen to. So if this is the one you decide to listen to, I've got some good fucking news for you. Uh, if you go to the Instagram account of You Wouldn't Download a Podcast, it's YWDA. AP, mm-hmm. uh, you can find a link to our Discord server. That's right. Um, what you should do if you listen to the podcast and you haven't joined the Discord server yet, I want to ask you what you're waiting for. Is it you don't have a Discord account? That's fine. You can make one super fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aaron, Jeff, and I are there 24 7. Yep to answer any questions you have about the podcast. It is a perfect place to post your takes. Yes. Um, I I am planning next time we don't have a guest, I think we should have a, uh, a call in for questions Q&A episode. Ooh. I'm putting out the idea right now. Sort of a phone uh, line going on. That's a good also, idea. Um, a, a I friend. also want to encourage, I want to encourage all the listeners out there to take inspiration from those prank phone calls you just heard and make your own prank phone calls and send us, send us the results. Cause I want to, I want to see what you guys can do. Are they, 
Are they prank phone calls or crank phone calls? What do you think? Mm, That's a good question. Because it's a prank. Um, There's a prank call. There's a crank call. But what distinguishes? I want to. I want to do a crank phone call where I am Jamie Stewart cranking somebody with the lyrics from his song "Crank Heart." Crank Heart. And that's that's a crank phone call. So yeah, join. Join the Discord server. Yes. It'll make me really... Every time someone joins that Discord server, I feel so good. I feel so excited to see your your beautiful fucking avatars just yes. show up and that j- just pop up. The little and bot, the bot welcomes, welcomes you. you. It says, yeah, it says welcome. Welcome to the, to the Discord server. Me and that server. bot went to high school together. He's super we chill. Some- we used to smoke. He's cool. Exactly. He's the one from that movie AI. Yes. We got some great, great channels. Yep. Some great channels. We got, we got a music channel. We got, we got a, a music Kino channel. channel. The Kino channel. We got folks. a gaming channel. We got a ga- we got a gaming channel. We have a Mackle posting channel where we post Mackle for posting more. about Macklemore. We got we the, have a, we uh, have one for the CEO lifestyle. We have a CEO big money hustle mindset channel. We have an we have Elsa Feepix channel. Elsa Feepix. No one else has an Elsa Feepix uh, channel. I'm nobody. hanging out in the dank in the dank nugs, Jeff. Jeff is so, nobody's nobody's Jeff is posted in the dank in nugs the dank channel nugs on the Discord. Twenty four fucking seven. Anyone that's already in the Discord, you'll see because right when I get off Woo! this, uh, that's getting I'm posted. Gonna, I'm posting a picture of this, post this the ounce, shit out of that. This ounce of gushers. Uh, gushers. Yeah, that's what I, I have folks. in front of me. Exclusive right pics. These are real fucking pictures, too. These Rare. are not pictures yes. that Jeff got off fucking Google. These are real <laughs> pictures that Jeff is taking of his fucking weed, and he's yes. posting them on the All Discord. the metadata is still check. in the image. You can check the metadata. All meta. the metadata is there. Yeah, the fucking, his address is there. He puts his yeah, location in the metadata. It, yeah. He puts his credit card number in the metadata. Mm-hmm. He, he downloads one of those. Yep. So, Get on that shit, guys. What are you? What the fuck? You listen to this whole fucking episode and you're not in the Discord server yet? Are you fucking kidding me? What are you waiting for? I'm pissing right now. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And I'm about to start shooting. So if you don't join the Discord server, I'm going to call your significant other and I'm going to have a talk with them. And I'm going to tell them that you haven't joined the Discord server. And then you're not just going to be hearing this from me, you're going to be hearing this. From the person that's closest to you. Yep. And I'm okay. going to be on that call. Will, I'm not going to talk. I'm going to be muted, but I'm going to be on that call too. Yeah. I'm going to be listening in. <laughs> little, little upset. And, and I'm, for, I'm everyone, gonna, for everyone out there that's not fully, fully on like the left, just know we haven't banned Donald Trump from the Discord. So <laughs> he can he, still he, join. He could show up. He could show up there. He you technically guys could what, still join. And we don't know if he's already in it yet because we don't know everyone's identity. So there is a yeah. very guys, slim chance that he is in the Discord server already and we don't know about it. So, so there's, it, it, there's only one know. way to find out is we by joining know. the Discord server. Well, I was going to say in relation server. to that, it's like Jack Wagner tweeted, like one of the funniest internet accounts has just been completely wiped from the entire internet. Yeah. Yo, and the it's part like about true, him like Trump's old Twitter like in 2013, it's just like amazing. Oh, yeah. like it's, it's like it's unbelievable. I mean, I'm sure the there's Robert there's Pattinson tweets. Did you see those? The one about it? he's like he's like Robert Pattinson deserves better. Kristen Stewart is a cheating dog and we'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane. Dude, Dude just, those old I, ones I, from like I, 2012 are fucking unreal. 
Yeah. I wish they just locked him out and never let him back in and left it up. That's what they should have done. You know what I mean? There's got to be a comprehensive archive. Someone's got to be making that. They just impeached me for a perfect phone call. There's literally no tweet that's ever going to be that strong. Yeah. Like, I just got impeached for a perfect phone call. (laughs) I love perfect phone calls. (laughs) We're on one right now. That rules. Yeah. It's like, you know... It's it's like when you when you take a shit and you wipe and there it's like a ghost a ghost wipe mm. like you you didn't even need to clean up. That's you know, what I want to feel like every time I'm on the phone with someone. It's like taking. Well, that's yeah. what Trump's phone calls usually feel like. I feel up. like. All right. Uh, well. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to blow <laughs> through all my fucking toilet paper on a phone call. You know what I mean? I want to save it for I got like a runny nose or something because yeah. I cuddled my cat too fucking close. <laughs> Got him. Got Gotta him. get on that Flonase tip, dude. Got I'm him. about Flo-nase. to spray some down my face. Yo, I've been taking Claritin recently. Shouts to Claritin. Snorting that, that shit? That doesn't do shit for me. Yo. But the Flonase helps the spray. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jeff, so yeah. I don't know how, do you have cat allergies? Oh, yeah. Big time. How the fuck did you have cat allergies in your old room, dude? Your mattress oh, is just, on the floor. I live in with hell? it. I never... So I also never use a lint brush i just live with it <laughs> all right that's a perfect time to end the podcast thanks for listening folks join the discord uh and stay tuned uh next week which will actually be the next week for you and next week for us when there's another episode with a with a person on it maybe uh and maybe not so look forward to it so, yeah so everybody everybody go home we love you uh, go home. You know, stay safe. Go away. Go Stop, home. You know, don't do any. Don't do anything bad. We love you. You know, I'm I'm doing like the Trump video <laughs> of him nice, talking. Dude. Deep cut, I couldn't have know. guessed, which is pretty crazy. Yo, that I, video. I did the Trump no, hands. the video that was like, send me a pic of your pussy and yeah, your, that was good. Your ass with, <laughs> bent over, and also <laughs> that's so good. All right, dude. That that's was the one. Great. I laughed, dude. I laughed. I was like, ha 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 ha. All right. All right. Bye, bye, bye everyone. Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>